0: Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host Nathan Judah and Wolves correspondent Tim Spears. (laughs)
1: Everybody. Welcome to episode 123. That is one, two, three. It is for the penultimate time this season, the ENS. Woo! La, 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 la. Podcast, I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I am here with Wolverhampton Wanderer Chief Reporter, Mr. Timothy Spears. As everyone recognised straight away, that was the Kazakhstan National Anthem, one of many weird, wacky, and remote destinations Wolves could be headed this season, because we are going to Europe, baby! Tim Spears, how the devil are you, my fine friend? Uh, are you trying to get us banned from another country?
0: What do you mean? Well, it's obviously not the Kazakhstan National
1: Anthem. It's, it's not? As, as anyone who's watched, watched
0: Borat will know. <laughs> they, they, they don't like it, <laughs> they don't They are not a big fan no, of Borat, are they? No, if, if we get drawn away in Kazakhstan, like Mankinis, yeah. Borat... That I was, that, that, that was going to be in the video,
1: that was going to be the video. What
0: you did just there. Yeah.
1: We can't, can't do not do. are you joking,
0: are you? I... Uh, I can't wear a mankini for a two shot. You love you love odds and percentages and betting. I do
1: like that, yeah, statistics only. Like-
0: the chances of us causing a diplomatic incident <laughs> over the next six months <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's three to one to me. <laughs> yes, it is, absolutely, hundred per cent. I'm I'm concerned, mate. I'm I'm concerned. You've got you we <laughs> we all sort of like you and your your funny ways. Don't give me that. You've Don't, got to tone it down.
1: What are we talking about? No. tone it down. I mean, <laughs> You know, when you're in the press box at Liverpool and you're two and up and you're going... Hee!
0: <laughs> Hee! Then, yeah. you know,
1: you're in trouble as well. I'm absolutely fine. That's the thing. Between us,
0: Gaussers, yeah, Geordies, yeah. Albion fans, Sunderland fans... Watfordites. Watford fans, the country of Switzerland, yes. a, a small part of Austria. Well, what? What's I've
1: next? Can- well, I've contributed to the G- GDP of, of Switzerland at least. GDP? Yes,
0: yeah, <laughs> no, I am. I'm, I'm very worried, mate. Very worried. Okay. He didn't like that. I thought it was quite good. No, it's good. It's good. It's just not the Kazakhstan national anthem.
1: No, I know it's not the Kazakhstan national anthem. It's the my Rats on the front of it. To be fair, <laughs> uh, but look, um, it's been a. You go, look at a picture of it. You can tell. <laughs> Maybe that could be in our uh, in your pictures later on. Look, um, what a day! What a day! Wolves are in Europe, thankfully, and and guess what? Watford got smashed to pieces. It was a privilege to be there, actually. I've never been to FA Cup final
0: before. You've, you've been once, as you were telling me, when Middlesbrough got absolutely...
1: I've been to two. I've been to two. Uh, got, watched Aston Villa um, lose, I think, a couple of years ago, um, the FA Cup final. 4-0 to Arsenal. Yeah, 4-0 yeah. to Arsenal. And uh, and yes, Middlesbrough and Roberto Di Matteo's goal, um, which I think is the second quickest in, in FA Cup history now when we lost 2-0 at Wembley. The old Wembley, though. Were
0: you in your seat in time? Uh, are we still trying to push past people to get in the road? Wow. <laughs> we have to
1: sit on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to walk, I wanted to get up but it took me three attempts. <laughs> I had four bags of minstrels in my right pocket, wouldn't give way. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh dear. Actually um, I can remember it was the old Wembley. I remember I sat with my dad actually at the time, and I uh, saw Di Matteo take the shot, and it was it was Ben Robertson goal I think. I mean, it was um, Is that the goal of the Alice band. Yes,
0: very good from you, very good. Yeah, well, I was watching the semi final against Chesterfield the other day because it was on some kind of classic FA Cup thing. Mm.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, okay, is that it? What, what a haircut. Oh, great haircut. Back in the day, though, the ladies loved him. That was your Nickelodeon look. <laughs> it was, absolutely. Yeah, genuinely was. Moulded on Ben Roberts. And, uh, yeah, take, he takes this shot, but because of the old Wembley, there was lots of pillars in the way, a bit like a, a few, of the, few of the grounds now, like Leeds United. So yes. you saw this shot go, and you're thinking, well, he's miles away, and then you lost it in the pillar, and then right. you just saw it did. But if you watch the shot... I still always think it's going over the bar because it dips ridiculously between Roberts and, and the crossbar. It's only three or four yards off his line, and it dips to go in. I mean, stunning goal. What a heck! Oh, and there that's a is. boy. That. that is a boy. That is an absolute lad. Oh, wow. Um, but, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was an enjoyable afternoon. It was a phenomenal occasion. Like I said, first cup final for me. Some may say jolly. I say, <laughs> I say newsworthy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well... Well, we were down in London on we Friday were. for a total sham of an award ceremony. fast <laughs> coffee out. Brilliant.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Honestly, oh. I-, I was looking forward to the day. You know, we had meal paid for, his transport, whatever.
1: <laughs> what a load of what's for us. That was terrible. Honestly, we didn't win a thing. <laughs> no, Absolutely outrageous. Not even to two awards. Didn't even get bloody highly commended. <laughs> What a joke! It was an absolute fast. It, it was. It was. It was. It was pathetic. I tell you how pathetic it was. <laughs> We're not going to get any awards next year. So the company that won probably seventy-five percent of them is the most clickbait organisation. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's so a it's, joke. It's, it's all right. It's a regional
0: press awards. Yeah. Quite a fancy ceremony uh, in London um, <laughs> at the Savoy Hotel, which yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not the Savoy. No, it was the Savoy. It was the Savoy, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, we were up for uh, numerous awards. Yes, um, Judah was up for two.
1: Yes, uh, I was surprised about it. And, wow. uh, <laughs> what, a what, were, what What were the awards you're up for? Uh, oh God! Um, Social media journalist of the year. Okay. And uh, what was it? What digital live report sports reporter. Wow. Yeah. That's it. No, you were unlucky. You're unlucky next year, mate. You're an absolute. I really want to swear. You absolute prat. I really want to call you a. D- you. Fu- I'll take the edit for that. I don't care. You just have to.
2: Oh gosh. That sounds
0: so good. <laughs> I try and roll you constantly, but I think we've finally found out what actually gets <laughs> you under your skin. <laughs> we do know you love an award. I mean, God knows. You, oh, my God. God knows. You've nominated <laughs> us for enough. What? <laughs> Please, Bruce Awards. Come
2: on, Tim. You help us oh with this application. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Uh, anyway, I'm delighted to see the Wolves book that was up for for not not only not only the, there was no book award unfortunately the regional press awards. Oh, so 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 Tim entered himself the Wolves book international uh, regional Supplements of the year. So oh, he was dear. against he was against some cracking entries of which of which he lost out to the children's primary edition of Chalk Talk, it's a good an, read. Eight, <laughs> an <laughs> eight page Scottish supplement. <laughs> <laughs> of oh, ABC
0: for kids. Oh, <laughs> uh, wasn't even Edinburgh. It's, Dun- it's Dundee. A
1: Dundee. A Dundee supplement beat the Wolves book. So it was. Um, it was a, <laughs> oh God! It was a cracking start to the weekend.
0: I, I, I in all seriousness, I, I couldn't believe we didn't win anything because we're up for Paper of the Year. Yeah. Uh, Columnist of the Year this off season does Yeah. Um, well, obviously not you, Columnist of the Year. <laughs> uh, Reporter of the Year. Yeah, obviously not you. Something else. Um, seen, and yeah, and we didn't even we didn't even get commended in anything. No, so was, not only that. What about our table? We're on table one. I wasn't. I was so fussed about a table, but you yeah, you wanted to be you wanted to be closer to the action in the sense. Well, I just you?
1: thought I just thought it'd be easy for me to get on stage. Uh,
0: <laughs> I tell you what was good. Go on. So uh, the alcohol was fantastic oh. because we got there a uh, free bottle of either champagne or red wine or white wine. Obviously, I went for the red it's prosecco pie. it wasn't champagne, darling. And then the <laughs> right. Okay, I don't know. It all looks the same. And then um, on the table, lots of, lots of wine. Mm. And the great news for me was, me and Simon Hill, the the, uh, superstar designer of the book, is that um, our award was fifth. Fifth out of 39 (gasps) awards, (gasps) by the way. Nick (gasps) Nick Ferrari, as some of you might know, uh, rattled through them, to be fair to him, but there were 39 Yeah. Uh, but yeah, was, mine assignments Simon's was uh, fifth for the book, so we just got absolutely smashed after that, to be honest. Smashed to pieces. I, I spent the rest of the afternoon trying to hide how drunk I was, <laughs> in all seriousness. I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, I'm, yeah? i glad I managed to You're bits, yeah. I, I'd had at least two bottles, I think, by the end of it. They're paying out. Plus not much food, plus a 5.30am f- start,
1: which is yes. um, pretty steady. Yeah, it was steady away. And then we didn't win a bloody thing. No, we didn't know. The night got better, though.
0: Yeah. Night got better. So, yeah, we won't keep this too long, because... People want to talk about that that thing that we tend to do for a living, mm. called Wolves. But um, we went out for a meal. Podcast friend, Tom Trubshaw. Tom Trubshaw gratefully invited us to his restaurant, where he's a head chef called Andrew Edmonds in Soho. Head chef. A delightful little little place. I do mean little, but mm. in a good way. Exclusive, uh, 50, 50 seats was it? Fifty covers. They call it covers, <clears throat> Tim. Yeah, but seats. Fifty fine. seats and a few tables. Yeah, and. Th- He's been asking us to go for a while whenever we've been free down in London. Mm. Finally managed to go. <clears throat> a delightful evening. Fabulous Anyone who, anyone who loves their high end bistro food yes. is what I think we yeah. call it.
1: Yes, absolutely. Modern Re- European. Reasonably priced. Certainly. Stunningly, like, stunningly priced. We're not just saying this, because no, 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 no. he invited us and we love him. And we had he a actually meal, said but, we don't want any I don't want any promotion that this would this was, this was yeah, genu- did, genuine yeah, yeah, genuine it, from the heart. Did, but
0: honestly, it is so well priced for what you get. It's phenomenal food. All cooked by Mr mm-hmm. Trubshaw. Yeah. Um, he's obviously got helpers in the kitchen, but mm-hmm. he, he does... Cooked it himself. Exactly. Phenomenal food. I had pigeon for the first time. Yes, you did. It was very nice. Yes,
1: superb. Very gamey. It was very very gamey. Uh, the day after, I forgot to text you, actually. Um, well, don't talk about the day after. I mean, I thought you enjoyed it. Did oh, yeah, you not no, di- not, no. Digestion not go according to plan.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, sorry, a couple of days after, yeah.
0: uh, Jamie Brassington of Express and Star fame... Right. Uh, text, well, Express um, and Star,
1: let's, take a, let's, let's not go crazy. Um, put, uh, sent a
0: picture of uh, a pigeon that had been fatally wounded on the Expressor-style roof. Oh, really? Um, and he was like, oh, what's going on here? I was like, you should take it home, mate. It's a nice little dinner. <laughs> oh, <there."> wow. <laughs> pigeon is
1: good. Wow, you can't do that. Poor lad. The Pigeon was dead. Yeah, I know, but, you know, it's insincere and you got to the hygiene rating of, of, of D. <laughs> very nice, anyway. Andrew Edmund, um, definitely recommend it. Yeah, it was lovely. And thank you, Tom, for, for hosting us so superbly. It was very, very kind of you. What a you. lovely bloke, it, it? was a lovely bloke. Um, yeah, the Massive had our- Wolves fan. Took you, took you to Borough Market, had a yeah, little wander. Did. Yeah, we had a nice You enjoyed time. Borough Market, didn't you? Phenomenal. Well, didn't hold my hand on the way there, disappointed. Sally <laughs> <Slightly> shunned.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was good. Took and then um, we went to uh, this chain restaurant in the evening. <laughs> the Wolseley, yes. The Woolsley. There's a few of them popped, popped up around. Yes, yes,
1: plenty, plenty of them around. Yeah, just next to the Ritz, if you haven't been there before. Took you to Mayfair. Yeah. you slight, slightly slightly uncomfortable, um,
0: but I thought you did quite well. Ordered online beforehand. <laughs> and uh, rang it in. We were going <laughs> to... <laughs> but the ju- just eater just closed for the night. We were going to get it on that, but we actually went to the restaurant, which was yeah very nice. Um You balked at the bill when it came. I can't believe by how expensive it was, mate. You no, just... because you said it was going to be cheap. You were like, because you, you booked it. You booked it in without yeah. consulting me. That's fine. Great. Well, Cheers. well, Much well. Because well, I knew we were
1: going to end up in McDonald's if not.
0: <laughs> yeah, which would have been fine for me. Nice little five pound happy meal. Mm. Um But yeah, potentially it would have been cheap. Uh, the cost just kept going up and up and up. Well, to be fair, though, the, the food was outstanding. Yeah, and the, stunning. And yeah, the wine was The wine was delicious. Yeah,
1: but you're eating Mayfair. What do you expect? I don't know. I mean, the <laughs> Pinot Noir that we had—that was that was the expensive thing on the menu. But it, yeah. it was it was delicious, though. Great food. If you're gonna treat yourself, Tim, we had a long, hard mm. season. I think you should be enjoy. you shouldn't have all this, all this fast food rubbish, you should enjoy the finer, finer things, you know, from time to time. Carve's liver, very nice. Yes, exactly, yeah, Ooh. very much so, yeah. You wanted some more, but it was fine, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, I didn't order this mash. It <laughs> <and laughs> yeah, charges 3 pounds on the bill. It's £4. Oh,
0: um, wow. No, it's great. A great weekend, but the, the cup final itself, mm. the, 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 the scale of it, the atmosphere was phenomenal. Um, on, a, on, a par, on a par with what it was before before the semi-final which was, yeah. which was probably the loudest I've ever heard of football stadium before, Inside it was outside was Inside, nothing like outside was shocking terrible. we were walking down Wembley Way it was packed mm. Wembley Way it was about an hour and a half before kickoff. Yeah, absolutely packed and as I said to you I feel like I'm walking down a busy shopping shopping street here there are a lot of people but there is no singing whatsoever no really surprised no nothing I kind of got the impression that Man City th- this is just normal for them so there wasn't really a Big game atmosphere from their point of view, and from Watford, I don't know really. Maybe they just didn't have belief that they were going to win. But there was no there was no atmosphere at all pre match, despite it being so busy. Very surprised. But then, just before the game kicked off, it mm. really ramped up. The, yeah, it was fantastic. The, the lights, the 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 flags, the banners on the on the pitch and everything. It looked phenomenal. It sounded Even Wat- phenomenal.
1: Watford were good, to be fair. And fans Watford, wise, I'll tell you what.
0: Five nil down. Yeah, they had an impromptu bit where they all started waving their flags, which anyone who went to the Wolf semi will will know. Same deal again with their flags, and they're all waving them and singing very loudly. They had the singing section again, which worked very well. Got to say, it's a gimmick, but it works. And then, so they are all waving their flag, singing at 5-0 down, and all the Man City fans starting applauding them, mm-hmm. which I thought was, was a lovely moment. Yeah. As for the actual game, it was just a pleasure to be there, and I've got to say, they're the best team I've ever seen live, without a doubt.
1: I think i have to concur, yeah, they were superb. And, and you know, look, some, sometimes, you know, you don't get to watch the game as such, because mm. you know, you're know buried well, in I it, didn't, so it's didn't nice. Even, didn't even have my laptop for the first
0: half, it no. was great
1: just to sit and watch it. And I think it was, it was actually a nice moment, I mean... I. I think because where where company lift, lifted the trophy was just just below us, or so just above us. So you know we could walk down to where the the kind of disabled section was and just near the, the, the bottom of the media zone and just watch it. And it was it was it was lovely. It was a lovely moment. And uh, look, they got absolutely trounced. I don't think. I think even if Wolves played their very best 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 on that day, they would have got anything from the game. Um, but it's, it's difficult to say isn't it it's, it's difficult there, were, there, was, there, was, there was static the first 20 or 30 minutes and obviously Pereira had that great chance but apart from that it was a procession after that yeah but 6-0 is
0: 6-0 and yes. you think no one would have beaten in that day No. however yes they had that chance and at 2-0 for the second it was 2-0 at half time and then the second half Watford opened up because they had to because it's a one-off game it's a cup final you can't sit back and play for a 2-0 defeat mm-hmm. like you might do at the Etihad mm-hmm. so they had to go for it they opened up and City are the Probably the best team in the world at exploiting gaps in defences. Yeah. So that's why it was six nil. And I think I the fact that flattered Watford
1: flattered them a little bit as well. I'll be honest. Yeah. Cause it could no, we did. More. No, I
0: did. But what I'm saying is that if it was one nil at half time, Watford could have stayed in their defensive shape, frustrated them, tried to hit them on the break as they were, and you never know. Yeah. You never know. It could have gone another way. Yeah. But the way the game played out, they had to open up, and they got absolutely shellacked mm. to pieces. Yeah, basically. And but what? Yeah. Uh, would Wolves have got closer? Yeah. Yeah, they would have done. However, I still I still don't think they'd have won.
1: It was lovely to know that we're in Europe by you know forty fifth. That was minute, it. Obviously, you know? obviously,
0: obviously, this is it. This is why we went. This is um, this is what's become of it. Wolves are in Europe, mm-hmm. and we, I think we all kind of expected it to happen, um, and it has happened. I mean, I don't mean I don't mean to give this a plug because I'm not, but I've been putting through putting together the reports of the season yeah. for a book, <laughs> story <laughs> of the season, back where we belong, Can and you- and a couple of weeks pre-order now, guys. Yeah, there you go. Um, by the way pre-order has been phenomenal which is fantastic so Mm. great to see that people are interested in buying it eight Um, so far (laughs) but you can kind of see from the from I guess from the match reports that I put together and the fans and and what the players have been saying that from kind of January February onwards people were really thinking this could happen Mm. but for it all to come together for Wolves to to rouse themselves and finish seventh with those three wins at the end of the season and then for Man City to win the cup, it all just kind of came together perfectly. Yeah. And now the foundations and the platform is there for something even more special. It, they, 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 I didn't think they could top last year, but yeah. they have. And now th- there is the scope to do it again next year if they do something in Europe.
1: There was there was a lot of poo-parring when um, we kind of suggested. For what poo-parring? Poo-pooing. Yeah. No. Poo-parring. Don't think you say poo-poo. <laughs> poo-parring. Um, when we did polls saying, would you rather get into an FA Cup final and, and finish mid-table, and, and or the other way around and get into Europe and finish seventh? I think, a, I mean, I think a lot of people would would rather the latter. Now, obviously, I mean, it's happened, but what would you say? Would well, you would you rather had Wolves in that, giving them a chance in that semi-final, but maybe albeit they had not finished seventh? I think I said it on the
0: video the other day. You know, Watford won the battle, but Wolves have won the war.
1: Mm. Absolutely, um, lots of events MC... uh,
0: Sorry, just just to add, I can yeah. see that a Watford team breaking up now. I can see Delafeu, Decore Capu. Mm -hmm. I can see these guys leaving is getting on a bit yeah Holabas so whereas Wolves it's the opposite they're club going places
1: they are club going places and they could be going a lot of different places uh, uh, come next season I mean look you did a very good article I think um, at full time about just having an idea of of where they could be going or at least the dates and the times you know give us a kind of a schedule of what Wolves is going to happen in pre-season before that First Premier League game of the season. Where are Wolves going to be, or what dates are they going to be involved in?
0: I don't know, Nathan. Okay, that's well, the question. Appro- approximately. There is there is an awful lot going on here. It's extremely exciting, but yeah, the the logistics of it, and obviously that's what me and Nathan are looking at because you know we want to be there every step of the way. It's crazy, really, how it happens so quickly and there's such a quick turnaround. The qualifiers, you know, the first one that Wolves would have would be 25th of July. The second leg will be first of August. The first leg of the next one will be 8th of August. The second leg will be 15th of August. The first leg of the next one will be 22nd of August. And then the second leg will be 29th of August. So it's boom, 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 boom. Week after week after week for six weeks. The complications there are, you don't know who you're going to be playing from round to round until until very short notice. Wolves will find out their opponent, their first European opponent, when they're in China. Because that's when the first qualifying round plays. If you go through, if you go, if you go from the preliminaries all the way to the group stages, you play boom,
1: boom, 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 boom
0: for ten for, for ten matches in a row. Oh my god! Ten weeks in a row. That's
1: relentless, and that's not even thinking about the Premier League and the start of the Premier League.
0: But for, yeah, but from Wolves' point of view, yeah, six six matches. If if they if they get through, it's six matches from July twenty fifth to August 29th. Six. And that's three three away journeys in there, which could be anywhere, mm-hmm. as we're about to discuss. Some of the clubs in there are a long way away. Kazakhstan, we heard their um, unofficial national anthem at the start there. <laughs> but there's you know, there's Armenia, there's Moldova. Basically, the first qualifying round, which is before Wolves come in, wolves come in, in the second. It's a lot of... It's not it's not your westernised countries. No. There's no one from the from the French League in here or the German League or the Italian League. It's all the minor leagues and Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> or including Scotland. Yeah, Scotland so is a minor league, pal. There are only... Currently in the, in the first qualifying round, which is huge in itself, there are only really three teams that you'd say were well-known. Rangers, Malmo and Legia Warsaw. Mm-hmm. Plus Kilmarnock and possibly Hearts. See, I was with the cup final this weekend in Scotland. But um other than that, you're looking at, you know, uh B sixty three Torshav from the Faroe Islands. Uh, you're looking oh. at Fola Esh from Luxembourg. Oh,
1: decent side Fola.
0: Um you're looking at uh oh you there's a couple of more well known ones in Norway, Mold and Bran. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, you've got three teams in Kazakhstan <laughs> in this first round. Yeah. You've got Romania, you've got you've got Bulgaria, you've got Ukraine. You've got Lithuania, you've got Iceland. There's a lot of far flung countries. I'm thinking more of a trap from a travel perspective mm-hmm. here, but um Burnley got Aberdeen mm-hmm. in there. Burnley entered the stage that Wolves are entering at and they got yeah. Aber- they got Aberdeen last year. I think mm-hmm. that was quite a bit of a fluke, really, um to get such a, a Westernised and well known club. Sure. In in ninety percent of ninety percent chance here wolves are gonna get someone extremely obscure. Mm-hmm. However, Good chance of getting through. Um, what I must say is that all the rounds are seeded, so you look at the second, you look at ranges possibly being in there. You look at who joins Wolves in the second qualifying round. You've got Espanyol. Yeah. you've got Eintracht Frankfurt, mm-hmm. who reached the Europa semis this year. You've got Strasbourg, you've got AZ, yeah, Jablonek, who Wolves played in preseason yeah. a couple of seasons ago. Mm-hmm. However, with it being seeded, Wolves are unlikely to face these teams. So as I said, they'll they'll get a minnow that we've n- not heard of in all probability. Then you yeah. get through to the third qualifying round, where again, some more recognised teams, teams join, Feyenoord, yeah. AK Athens, Braga, Sparta Prague, but again, they're seeded, mm-hmm. so Wolves again should avoid them. Yeah. Then you get through to the playoff round. Yes. The final qualifier. Yeah. There are no teams in this in this mm-hmm. round yet because they'll all, have to win a game. There'll be a lot of Champions League mm-hmm. losers that will come into this, and all the all the same qualifying
1: that losers, not Champions League, who are in the regular group stages, of course, but the the qualifier round of the Champions League. Some of those losers will come into it.
0: Yes. Um, but again, as far as I know, it's still it's still seeded. That's what it states here. It's still seeded. Mm-hmm. This is where Burnley came a cropper last year because they beat Aberdeen, then they beat someone who's someone obscure, yeah. and then they got Olympiakos in the playoff round. I presume that that were the seeded team here. So there's a chance that Wolves could get a really difficult one in the playoff round. Mm-hmm. However, that's the stage; you're all or nothing to get through to the groups.
1: Yeah, very interesting. But it's like bas- you said, it's fascinating. S- but but from, a, from a logistical point of view, like you say, you're not going to know until. A week, a week and a half before. That's you... it, because the, the draws. So
0: the draw, Wolves' draw is nineteenth of June. Mm-hmm. They'll be paired with two teams from the first qualifier. Yeah, in all prob- in all likelihood. Um, but we won't know who wins that tie until literally Wolves are in China a week before the tie. So if Wolves are if Wolves are drawn away, for example, against the team from Iceland or Kazakhstan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you you don't know till a week before. Yeah. Who that is? You can't book flights. Can't book flights at all. Or at all. For, for, from our point of view, which no one, I know no one cares about. but well, we're desperate for that first game to be a home game. Yes. So that we know we can come back from China and, book um, and make sure. Because yeah, and the team as well. You know, like I said, the team are in China five days before this first mm-hmm. European game. If it's in Kazakhstan or Russia then they'll want to fly direct from China rather than come home and go back out. We're the same.
1: Chances of us uh using the private plane Yeah. What?
0: So there's a lot of logistics to go on here, not to mention all the football, not to mention pre-season, not to mention two games in China. Well, there's that's a it, pre-season
1: games as well. And ugh, it's, it is a logistical nightmare, really, isn't it? But I mean, it's great. It's a great option to have, but that's just what the Europa League does, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: I'm, it, ex- it, I'm excited it. It could about be all it. over them. I mean, it's, it's an adventure, isn't it? I mean,
1: look, preliminary round... Cardiff Metropolitan University are in it.
0: Yeah, totally. You yeah. know,
1: Barry Town United, Cliftonville. Oh, I mean, goodness me! But yeah, like you say, it's going to be very difficult from going from from China to. Let's hope they get they get a home draw first.
0: Let's yeah, from a logistical point. Otherwise, yeah, we they're could they're be flying
1: time. back and then going back again somewhere and then back yeah, again. Yeah,
0: because then Wolves will know in June that they can come back from China and have a match at Molyneux. I think mm-hmm. I think that 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 would be the preference really. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I say it's an it's an adventure um, Jeff She says this week it's a natural to the Express and Star to myself he uh, said it's a natural progression for Wolves to be in Europe yes it's a challenge but he looks at the positives um, of the players that they'll be able to attract the gravitas that being in European competition brings and this is just something that, that Wolves um, mm-hmm. want to get used to going forward
1: so and just to give you an idea of the people have just gone into the group stage automatically. Yeah, um, Geta- that's where the big, that's where the big, where the boys, big boys are. Getafe, Sevilla, Arsenal, Manchester United, Lazio. The fifth place Italian side, which at the moment is Roma, but it could be AC Milan, um, depending on result. I think there's one more game to go in Serie A this weekend. Wolfsburg, Sporting Lisbon, Beziktas. I mean, there's some fantastic potential ties there. But like you say, it's a long way. You can't get too far ahead of yourselves, but it's going to be an exciting journey for everybody involved. It is.
0: I mean, every every English team that's kind of got through in recent years has always had one glamour time. Yes. In the group stage, um, Southampton got into Milan from memory. Um, Portsmouth got into Milan. Uh, sorry, Portsmouth got AC Milan mm. back in the day. I remember Ronaldinho at Fratton Park? There's always there's always one that comes up. These are the ones that you savour. Mm-hmm. The there are twelve groups. I think I'm right in saying. And as you've just picked out there, there are already some big teams. They'll all be seeded. Mm-hmm. And you've got some more Champions League losers who'll be going in there. So every every group has a big team in, yes. really.
1: Um, and like I said, the chances of you pulling out a, a glamour team uh, are fairly decent. And I know there's not loads of people doing this, but it will be difficult, especially to people who are absolutely, you know, that they travel everywhere. There'll be there'll be a small, small contingent that will be going to China. And you know, like I say, it's very difficult not knowing where they're going to be next. whether they're going to have to come home and then go again, or or, or fly. Difficult, difficult from a
0: financial point of view. But book, booking days off work is going to be a nightmare yeah. because you only want to book off one for a match. Sure, that's what people do.
1: You can't book a they're booking a off and come off home for, that night. But yeah.
0: whereas this time with flights, you know, it's going to be mm-hmm. dictated by that. So how many flights are I going to these places? Yeah, totally. Yeah,
1: but like I say, it's all it's all a fantastic adventure. I so, tell, tell you, I tell you, one team I don't want to face are in the first qualifying round from Norway. Bran, because <laughs> that's an absolute joke of an ending to Game of Thrones, by the way. An absolute joke. I mean, if spoiler anyone has, hasn't watched it, yeah, a bit late on the spoiler alert. <laughs> um, what
0: I would you say about the first qualifying round is there is the tantalising prospect of Wolves playing Honved. Mm. There's such a slim chance of this happening. There are, I think I'm right in saying about 90 teams in 92. the second qualifying round. 92. So, the, so you do the odds, you know, the chances of Wolves drawing Honved, should they make it through their first qualifier, mm-hmm. are slim. However, basically one of the birthplaces of European football, full stop, came in 1954 when Wolves played Honved in that famous, famous floodlit match. And if they come full circle and play Honved, I mean, that would be, that would be absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. So we can dream. That so would be the, that, that, would that, would that be your number one tie? A thousand million
1: percent, that yeah. would be a dream draw. I'll give you... Um, so who else then? Who would be who would be next uh, I've never
0: been to Scandinavia. No. I wouldn't mind a trip there. Yeah. I, I, I would take Bran. You would take Bran. Um, Bran away. I, the one you want to avoid at all costs... Rangers. Is Rangers. Mm-hmm. Because I think they had a decent run last year. They got to group stage. But like I said, however, they'll be seeded. Yes. And Wolves will be seeded, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So they won't face Rangers or Mould or Bran for all that. Yeah. Um, I mean we could have the return of Cork City. Uh at least well, at least we know what the press box is like there, right? No, don't start. we don't upset people before we go. No, no. It was absolutely fire. I'd quite yeah. liked it actually. Yeah, I loved it, yeah. Um Cork's great city.
1: Mm. Um I mean Zeli Djangica stands out as a as a decent destination in Ukraine. I've never been to Lithuania. I wouldn't mind that. Connors Connors Key nomads are in the first qualifying round from Wales. From Wales, yeah. I um Luxembourg, never been there, that's not too far away. No,
0: Luxembourg's decent,
1: yeah. I would uh Malmo, do you fancy Malmo? No, they're decent so I don't want to face Malmo, yeah. do
0: you? Malta? I wouldn't mind going to Malta either.
1: You're talking about just, just chilling out destinations. No totally, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like well, I said, they're,
0: they're all much of a muchness, really, because Dinamo all, Minsk. Dinamo Minsk, yeah. They're all much for a muchness because they're all they all be of a similar level, massively unknown. Mm-hmm. Um there's Conor Ronan's team in Slovakia as well, by the way, that are in there. Uh, that would be pretty uh, decent. FC DAC, 1904. Shamrock Rovers. Shamrock Rovers. Oh, I could have some fun there, by the way. Oh,
1: no, well... No? That's the thing, leprechaun, though. I can't dress him as Leprechaun for the two shot?
0: <laughs> I think I'd like to go somewhere I would never normally yeah, go.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, not Kosovo. Not <laughs> One team in Kosovo. We'll embrace it, it's fine. Yeah, okay.
0: Anyway, it's very exciting. There's a lot to do... Logistically, there's a, there's a lot to think about for Wolves, player-wise as well, I'm sure we'll come on to in a bit, but mm. the fact that they're involved in this is absolutely thrilling. It really is. I and, can't wait.
1: And I think they've got the, the, you've got to say they've got a cracking chance to, to get through as well, to get through into mm. the group stages. You know, let, Let's not let's not beat about the bush. Yes, they could go out in the second or third round, but they also have got a really good chance. That it could be a lot of games here.
0: This is, um, this is what I said to you the other day. I can't remember if I said it on the video or not, but I I think Wolves can do well in this competition. I think if they get to the group stages and they take it seriously and they're not beset by injuries, I think they can have a decent little run and Mm -hmm. surprise a few teams this season. However, for me, the biggest pitfall is going to be getting through the qualifiers. Um, These games have been played at a really awkward time in the middle of um, pre-season, post-China. We already know that Saïs is going to be African Cup of Nations, Jimenez uh, possibly in the Gold Cup with Mexico, um since today Jota, Neves, Patricio, and are in the Nations League finals which go on till possibly I think June the 10th mm-hmm. or 11th. Mm-hmm. So really you know they want a few weeks off after, after that are they going to be in good condition come July the 25th? We don't know. So my point is a lot of first team players are potentially not going to be ready for this Europa League. First yeah. Game. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you bring in the kids? This under 23 team that's done so well this year or you or obviously new signings? But you can't rely on the market, the transfer market. It always takes a while to warm up. Mm-hmm. So potentially you won't have many new signings in by July the twenty fifth. Or are there is a redemption for Leo Bonatini, for Courtney Hors, for Michael Zyro, uh, Connor Ronan, yeah, Ryan Giles. Although potentially after Shrewsbury on loan, do these guys do these guys then then come into it and do they get games? Rafa Mir, you know, there's a host of players that have been out on loan. Brighton Bakari. So which route do they go down? Now, having kind of spoken to people at the club, you know it's still up for discussion, up for debate, and they'll see what they do. But I do worry that the Wolves team that's got them into Europe will not be the Wolves team that that plays in Europe in mm-hmm. those first few weeks. It's mm-hmm. going to be um, a mishmash of either kids players we haven't seen for a while, and then and then some first team players, obviously as well. But and uh, maybe
1: a couple of new signings, but we'll maybe a couple of signings. But there's no
0: way that the eleven that, that played Liverpool is going to play for the 11th for that first qualifier. I no. just I just can't see it happening. So that that for me is the biggest pitfall yeah. that they might might crash out at the qualifying stage yeah. because they just haven't got many players.
1: So there's some questions. Yes. So some questiones. Uh, Jay Anderson at Jay ninety four asks: Are you planning on taking the work experience kids segment to China? You- <laughs> uh, um, uh, which one? I know. Yeah. Which I think uh, I think quite a few people enjoyed Luton Town that kid. guy yeah that guy he'll fit in well in China oh, he'll fit in very well yeah he'll do well maybe he'll get another matching tattoo Shanghai FC uh, George Wibbley's back <laughs> um, will Bale be happy on the bench next season Oh, oh
0: I'm sorry everyone I, know, I, I, know I hate what? this I know. so BBC and I know who wrote it the BBC did an article um, talking about Gareth Bale's future and then they were like where's next and they've just said Wolves Wolves with a couple of other massive clubs, by Munich, and somewhere else. I tell Hatfield, Hatfield not
1: to add it to the transfer rumours today. I had to tell him twice.
0: Absolutely no reason other than just plucking a name out the air. Yeah. There's no way that Gareth Bale, who's on six hundred thousand pounds a week, is going to take what a hundred thousand a week, which would be pretty much the maximum that Wolves would offer. Yeah. It's not happening. Um, the vast majority of clubs in Europe would be would be delighted to sign Gareth Bale. Yeah. He's under
1: contract. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. Yeah, it annoys me that one. It does not. Yeah, I, I knew it would annoy you, Tim. That's why I asked it to you. Um, Joe Bromley, as a Wolves fan, what's the funniest other club um, duck up this season? Albion, Bolton, Walsall, Birmingham, Watford, Borough. What would you say? What's the funniest one for you? Um, funny. I'm quite sad about Warsaw. Okay. What's happened there? Ask Joe Massey. He wouldn't be sad if all uh, if, if, if was messed up.
0: No, that's true. I'm sad for Bolton. I think that's absolutely right. I, I used to absolutely despise Bolton, but mm. I've, I think that's terrible. Just
1: one person you despise at Bolton,
0: right? <laughs> but people not being paid and staff not being paid. I mean, that's, well, I see the food banks and stuff like that. It's so sad, that's, really. That's not funny at no. all. Um so it's got to be Albion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he set no, you up no, be, for it. No, because like, the, 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 you can find humour in that, right? Yes. <laughs> the, 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 well, I know, uh, but the, yes. They've sacked their manager in fourth place and then stumbled to the end of season, tried for Yukanovic and Alex Neil, didn't get him. It's, that's, that's Laurel and Hardy type mm. management of a football mm. club. So they wouldn't have any sympathy for us. I mean...
1: Q abuse of the week next week um, <laughs> Kate Wright is Harry Wilson a realistic target um, having, ha- having missed out in inverted commas on Madison can you realistically see Wolves are paying a premium for British talent or are they more mm. likely to go abroad never, and develop the academy prospects instead
0: yeah they've never really done it have they I've paid over the odds for an English superstar coming through I mean he's 22 he's, he he's not he's not a kid I don't think he's a finished article and Derby would have first dibs surely if, mm. if they get promoted mm-hmm. So I think it's an easy it's an easy name to throw around, and obviously he's not he's not Liverpool standard. Yeah, he's, he's 22. He's not Liverpool standard, so they'll be looking to get him out. They'll be looking for an inflated fee. Yeah. So that's why he'll be linked a lot with clubs this summer to bump up his, his value.
1: We've had George Wibberley We've got Edward Willoughby. <laughs> We're Wibbers and Wibbers. <laughs> um, asks, what's your alcohol choice to take to Glastonbury? Ah. Do you take? Can you take beer? Can you there? beer. What, no? I mean, yeah, it's anything, man. Can yeah. you? I thought you said you yeah. have to they're not stalls where they ban it and so you've got to pay for it there No, because No, because
0: is so nice and hippie and green that they, they just trust you not to trash the place. Oh
1: my god that is going to be dreadful. Why? What, people bring all their own, like, special brew and stuff all over special the... Special
0: brew? Is that what you think of people who don't live in mansions?
1: <laughs> special brew and vodka, right? It's a very middle class oh, thing, come you know? Oh come on, oh come on. Oh come
0: on. I'll be taking... Um, yeah, I'd love to
1: hear this. Oh, well, I'll be taking
0: the, the Gambino bottle of rum that we talked about last week. Yes. I think that, that'll make an appearance, yeah. if I haven't had it before then. Um, likely. I've had a, a very, very, very welcome delivery. I mean, Gambino, that was... that was To bring rum back for us, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, and extremely grateful that Simon Rickards, another podcast favourite and a regular listener, has dropped in six bottles of wine. Oh! Um as a thank you he's got a book coming out soon which I'll plug the hell out of um,
1: I like that smart 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 from Rickards yeah very smart yeah yeah flying with alcohol he's absolutely, oh
0: he knows my weakness yeah um, so I'm doing the forward for that for the book and it, as, a, as a return thank you as I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying I think he said on Twitter anyway he's um, delivering six bottles of red which I haven't actually opened yet because I haven't been in the office till today but um
1: Fantastic. So I'll take a couple of those. No, it's great. I mean, I really enjoyed the bottles as well. It was very nice <laughs> of him to do it, you know what I mean? So it was white for me, but I pre- appreciate that. Appreciate uh, I course. know,
0: just, just bottles of bottles of vodka, rum, whiskey and Coke, probably. Mm.
1: Just mix it together in a little... Coke like, as in Coca-Cola? Yeah, so.
0: mix it together in like a little... Ev- what you festival types are like. Mix it together in a little hand ev- bottle. Quite strong. Ta- mm. Taxi special, we used to call it.
1: Oh, but it's all warm. It's all going to be warm there. Everyone's going to be sweating. There's no air conditioning. What's wrong with sweating? Pardon? Air con, you're outside. Yeah, but hey, no, but it's still sweaty and hot and close, and everybody wears the same clothes, there's no pro- proper showers, everyone's just kind of like in the same things they were yesterday, it's just, it's, yeah. it's gross. Right. No? Yeah, I don't get what the problem is. Oh, oh, you couldn't pay me enough to go. Honestly, know, you paid me five know, grand know, to go there. I couldn't go there. Yeah, that's crazy. You're crazy. Um, Sean Fan asks, um, what, P-H-A-N-G? You need to get a grip, man. What? On, it's fresh air. It's not fresh air, aircon. though, is it? Air, where's the yes. air I need air in, 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 my, in, my, in my glam. You, you get thrown out hey, if you were there. You, you, you're, out. T- you're not welcome. Oh, God. Stage 87, or whatever it is, is it? How many, how many stages are there? apparently it's like a little city you, 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 there's no time you've not to been it,
0: before no time to see all of it when you're there apparently no right okay no, never been.
1: yeah but then you, you you sat back and you know you're kind of like a mile away from the stage through a little dot I mean it's watching it on BBC3 so cul- things like culture
0: music having a laugh with your mates getting pissed things?
1: terrible music. Decibels. You're actually going to be. You're actually going to be deaf probably by the time you're ringing in your ears. Def. Warm, warm rum and out rum and beer, or whatever you're going to be drinking on the night. Rum and beer, bloody yeah. <laughs> Stinky Mate. of cigarettes and bo. Kylie's there. No, yeah, no.
0: Jan- J- Janet Jackson no that's not your thing I'm no. oh, Miley Cyrus oh yeah is she Oh, right, here we go oh, Start nice smiling wrong. now yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right,
1: right. you're my wrecking ball every time I see her coming on that wrecking ball I imagine you on there I don't understand what you're talking about oh that's incredible uh, Sean Fang surely Connor Cody won't play every minute next season and who is our vice captain
0: who is vice captain
1: good well, question we, we don't know because <laughs> Connor Cody's played every single minute of the season who would you say I mean it's a great question I I'd really say
0: just... uh, Messinio
1: oh interesting really hmm Okay. Who would you say? I'm trying to think now. Yeah, you'd have to say... Neves, maybe? Or Neves,
0: young young captain for Porto, he was, yeah. No, I'd say Moutinho, myself.
1: Okay, okay. But yeah, we don't know. Good Good question. Very good question. Um... Rob Bell, how do you think second qualifying uh, Europa League tickets will be priced? Will be good yeah. to shame to go full price, 35 to £30 straight away? As if we get to the group stage, it will soon add up with six home games by that point. They're going to have to get this be, right, aren't they? They're
0: going to have to be careful because, yeah, if you're playing Chikura Shakir from... Uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of you saying that this summer. From Georgia or Dom Zali yes. from Slovakia, Slovenia, sorry, you know, crucial difference there um, at home mm-hmm. on July the 25th before the season's even started however it's Wolves's first game in Europe for 40 years Yeah. so surely they'll sell out surely even though people are on holiday surely they'll sell out so Wolves may be sort of tempted to kind of say well, well it's a massive game sure. so we'll price it as such sure. however you'd like to think that there's going to be yeah, as, as you mentioned there a lot of six, six extra home games before Christmas mm-hmm. if Wolves gets a group stage so people can't really afford that. I would like to think somewhere about 15, fifteen, twenty quid to guarantee that Molyneux packed. Yeah. Because if it's opposition you've never heard of and it's on telly, which yeah. it might be on telly. Mm-hmm. it's a it's hit just to add. It will be, I think it will be on T V. I don't think all the Burnleys were last year. I think the Aberdeen game was because it was a big one. But, but Wolves sure. is a
1: bit more of a pull, though, isn't it? And if they have got the the rights to do it, then I would I would imagine that they would they would maybe. Cover it.
0: Although they're not obliged to BT Sport cover all the group stage matches, but they're not obliged to qualify. So we'll see on that. Anyway, I'd like to think it'd be sensibly priced, as you say. Do you mind? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> As you say, we had a water disaster there. Group stage to come. I don't know how they'll do it with some kind of like mini season ticket for the three group stage games or, or whatnot, but there's going to be a lot of money involved this year with travelling and away games and cup games and everything yeah. else on top of that. Plus season ticket prices went up, so you would hope that they are sensible with it.
1: Adrian, is Andrew to Star flying first class and leaving you an economy on the flight to China? Okay, so I'm worried about this. I was talking to someone about this the other day, actually. Um,
0: when we go to Europe... See, mm. I see you started sulking already, I see your little face. When, when we go to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> you bully me at the start of this podcast. You might as well carry on in the middle of it no, and I, finish I'm off with something. I'm concerned, right? I'm concerned. What? We've got, we've got, since you've got six, six vacations in Europe. No, 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 no. no. no, no, no. Wow. Work trips, work trips. Six work trips to Europe, yes. and before the end of uh, yes. before the start of December. Spit it out, man! Right. So we have got flights there. Yes. yes. We've got accommodation. Yes. Um, Express and Star will help us out. Yes. Of course. because yes. it's a work trip, not a vacation. Correct. Um, however, I know exactly what you like. I know that the Express and Star budget does not cater for accommodation that you would prefer to stay in.
1: We did okay last time in, in Switzerland. We did okay. Apart from Flygate. But at short notice, yeah. and I'm very concerned
0: that, that we're going to end up mm. flying separately mm. and sleeping separately.
1: I mean, I, I don't want to sleep in the same double as you, I'll be no, honest. No, of course not. Um, flying's absolutely fine. I flew EasyJet. After the first half flew EasyJet to, to Switzerland, it was fine. It wasn't too bad. I mean, I had a bit of a paddy with the uh, with my luggage. Yes, you did. And the camera. <laughs> There's a £10,000 camera in here. It was 430 quid from Amazon. I need to. I need it to be on, on the hold. Um, China's the only thing that worries me because I, I might struggle in economy in China. Going to China for twelve hours. I don't think you know. I'm six foot two. I feel like I need some leg room. I feel like I need some some kind of a leg room. But I'll try and I'll try and negotiate for both of us to get moved up. Okay. No. Okay. They I might no, us first. No.
0: I can just. I can see us not spending much time with each other uh, for the, for these away away jaunts. Uh, I'll just see you at the ground. <laughs> the ground. <crowds>. Um, <laughs> Because you know we've got separate budgets here. The
1: Shangri the Shangri La has has places all over Europe. Right. Do you know what that is? Uh, I've heard of it. Right. Okay. Oh goodness. What? I
0: don't know, man. I don't know.
1: I took it to the Wolsey, man. I'm trying to trying to up your up the quality. What? It's a hotel chain. Yes, it is very good. Yes, very nice. Yeah, I should have said Four Seasons, shouldn't I, for you? Yeah. No. Yeah. Shangri La in Paris is fantastic. By the way, you should go. You should go. Go this summer, um, Shangri La, Glastonbury Festival. What's the other festival you're going to? Terrible download. Sp- download. That's, that's going to be
0: dirty. Is it? Oh mate, yeah. compared to Glastonbury. Oh, I'm staying in a teepee in Glastonbury because my my is that good? My posh mates demanded it. So but- small. So, oh,
1: one thing you're staying in a teepee because that's posh. Yeah. That's a posh. To the oh present. yeah,
0: no, I, I've, I'm getting laughed at by by other friends for staying in a teepee in Glastonbury. Um, Why?
1: Because it's down and dirty. No, because it's not. What? It's. Uh, here you are, look. Is this. See that there? Well, it looks like some sort of World War II bunker, I'll be honest. <laughs>
0: That's luxury, that is. Is it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but look, it's all on its own. There's a forest there. What you don't know is going to be touching with other, other pods, and there's going to be people, like, yeah. literally yeah. crawling yes. all over the yes. mud. Yes.
0: yes, mixing with other humans. Oh, no. <laughs> Take some sanitizer, man. The, 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 yeah, the, the germs kicking around. massively middle class. I'm actually quite embarrassed to say it. What? But Download, got, got a £30 two-man tent, me and my mate Jay. <gasps> he was the Dirty Sanchez guy from a few weeks ago. Right. Um, heavy metal music, lots of people dressed in black. Wow. Why are you going? Uh, there's a few bands there that I like. Like? Uh, Tool. We've done this before, man. Yeah, I know, but I didn't know. Tool, Smashing Pumpkins, Def Leppard,
1: Slash... Is that the one? Love and hate collide. Decent. Yes, good for me. Yeah. yeah, that's the only song I remember. It was one of the more recent ones. I quite like that one. <laughs> more recent, nineteen ninety-one. Oh, let's move on. Peter Hatfield, no relation to Luke. Might like, be. could be, could be actually. He's got a wolves, um, a wolves, the emoji though. Are we likely to sign any championship players this summer? <sighs>
0: it's quite an open-ended question. Mm. Not sure, really. Um, I wouldn't have thought. I wouldn't have thought so. I think they'll be looking mostly at the overseas
1: market. Not just sure too much value in the championship. Okay, um, we'll have to move on quickly, but carry on. Okay, no, yeah, that'll be it. Um, Charles asks, how badly do you want Derby to win on Monday?
0: No preference, you know.
1: Wow. No, honestly, no preference. Really? Yeah, no preference, no preference whatsoever. No, not really. I thought you don't like Aston Villa. D- it's the fans I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you got to get in the club next year. I understand all
0: this. No, no. Honestly, hand on heart, 100%, yeah. I really don't mind. The good thing is we're not traveling very far, which is nice. Yeah, for us, it's a nice little local local away day. Mm. Um, I'd probably prefer Villa to come up for the derby. Um, I'd I, seen this podcast before. I wanted Albion to win. Yeah, but they they couldn't couldn't even manage that, could they? So no. <laughs> um, even, even when you want them to win, they don't. I mean, what what are they good for? <laughs> so <laughs> no I, they're probably Villa although I do really like the Derby story I think they got a good team
1: uh, uh, Scott Patterson when will the new kit be released?
0: Uh, I would place good money on it being in China yeah. when they open the club shop but I don't know
1: Nick Francis thoughts on the final Game of Thrones episode? Mm, I,
0: when did yeah. you watch
1: it, watch it? Monday night did you? when it was I got up did you? me yeah, too? yeah I got up, got, up, got up I, 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 I should have texted you very disappointed yeah it's totally underwhelming just I mean, I think I, everybody kind of knew that Snow was going to kill Dan, Danny.
0: And Bran was odds-on to end up on the throne before the series started. Was he? He was odds-on. And I didn't really think too much of it at the time, but he was odds-on. Odds-on for a reason. Right. So um, that must have
1: been a little bit of a leak, potentially. I didn't want to look at any of that because I hate to like s- speculate. But I, I was very disappointed. The
0: whole thing, the whole series was a classic case of style over substance yeah it looked fantastic the graphics were unbelievable Mm -hmm. everyone looked great the budget's huge but there's no substance at all it was rushed it was massively rushed huge plot holes stuff which just didn't make sense and was never explained
1: yeah
0: yeah not great
1: no very disappointing because it wasn't one of the greatest for me that could have been the greatest series of all time it should have been and yeah. it, it literally was. And the first
0: six series, it was it was as good as anything. Favorite
1: favorite really. favorite TV series ever for it's, you? It's
0: The Sopranos, mate. Is it? Nothing will ever beat it. Really? I'm talking of an ending. I mean, bloody hell! I've like, never seen it. Literally the best. I've the never seen Best it. and cleverest ending you could ever come up with.
1: Okay, my favorite's Boardwalk Empire.
0: Ah, oh, very. Finally, we have something in common. Yes, Boardwalk Empire. Bloody hell, I'll wait, for four years? First. Finally, <laughs> somewhere we can agree on. That that's brilliant. me. That's me. Done. I've been Nathan Thank Judah, Expressing
1: Star. I can genuinely envision you sitting down and watching that Absolutely together. Absolutely. Incredible, incredible, Um Snog, marry, avoid, Tim. Uh, Judah Edwards that's, Hatfield. That's the normal kind of program you watch, There you go. It? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Snog, marry, avoid. Judah Edwards Hatfield. Christ alive.
0: I mean, I feel like we're already married. It's so true. Um, true. I'll, I'll snog Hatfield because I feel really like, I feel like he'd appreciate
1: it. They're both bearded; they're all bearded men, aren't they? Yeah, See, a little bit little chafing bit, going bit, on, a bit prickly. <laughs> it's a bit prickly. I was prickly at the start of this podcast. <laughs> Moving on, let's go on to uh, some emails, 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 emails. Goodness me, we are forty-nine minutes in. Are we? Yes. You said it's, it's going to be a short one. I know. That's what she said.
0: Here we go, Kieran mm. Hughes. Kieran Hughes, Hi, you I've dare... a long time since I emailed, but I've still listened to each podcast, thank you very much. University's been hectic, apparently. Uh, his question is, would you want Wolves to... Has he been in
1: university for six years? Is he struggling? Why He's he had to repeat year two. Why you say six years? I don't know, just, you know. Uh,
0: anyway, question is, who would you want Wolves to try and sign from the bottom five teams to help with Europe? Yeah. Uh, he says he wouldn't mind Cedric from Southampton, as right-back cover, mm. uh, or me or Tarkowski from Burnley as a backup or replacement to Bennett. I mean, me and Tarkowski, and then Duffy and Dunk, outstanding defenders, similar mould to Bennett. But I do I do wonder and worry that if you were to sign one, um, they wouldn't be as good without the other. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I remember when Wolves signed Roger Johnson, and him and Scott Down have formed a great partnership at Blues, but mm-hmm. you, you took them apart and they they just weren't as good as, as some of their parts. Yeah. So I don't know, uh, I really like Aaron Moy, and Billing as well from Huddersfield for me I don't think they'd be too expensive
1: either yeah I'm not sure about more anymore I, mean, I think maybe they've, they've gone past that but then again like you say if you're signing players who are probably going to come off the bench maybe replacing Jota and, and playing the odd European then maybe it depends what sort of money they, these, these clubs are asking for Jota. Jota.
0: Jota. Jota. Um Ryan Darks Mm. I often listen to the poddy whilst driving around the country for a oh, while wow. good lad uh, without having it in the summer months have you got any recommendations for other podcasts to fill the void Right. I listen to the Wolves Fancast mm. the Old Gold Club mm. that Peter Crouch podcast which is excellent is it? and Bob Mortimer's is it good is it? it's really really good Bob Mortimer's more money
1: spent on, on the Peter po- Crouch podcast than ours? Um, equipment wise it's mm. pretty, pretty decent is it? lots of jingles lots of sound drops all that no, kind of no must, really they must
0: just lock around do yeah. they?
1: Crouch, good. I've never listened to it. He's brilliant. Is he? He
0: just tells so many good stories.
1: Can do the kai.
0: Um, and Bob Mortimer's atletico yes Arsips,
1: which I've never heard. But oh, apparently, big apparently Borough fan, Mortimer. Fair um, team. so yeah.
0: Uh, any? Well, you, yours are all American football. Aren't yeah, right?
1: American football, American baseball. So probably not for him. Uh,
0: if you like Italian football, Ryan, I can mm. recommend the Golazzo podcast, which is outstanding.
1: Do they say Golazzo? Yeah, they do. Have do they? There you go. It's James Richardson as well. Oh yes.
0: Uh and I am I'm one of our regulars uh, he's going to miss the sound of the ENS Wolves podcast apparently you and man only will oh. yeah wow uh, have you floated the idea of recording a podcast in every different location that we travel to perhaps a Polish podcast a Belgian podcast or even a Scottish soundscape or a
1: Chinese chinwag Chinese chinwag Can't, can we um, so yeah we have I mean, yes, we are, and probably I'm pretty sure that if we do go um, to these these European destinations for for a couple of nights, that one of the nights will be the podcast, and probably the probably the night of the game, which could be a long one. But uh, you know, that's what we do, isn't it? Yeah, we want to. Of...
0: Yeah, we'll definitely record some in Europe. The, the
1: return of the late night podcast
0: with with wine. Totally, uh, David T says: First, have a ten year plan for Wolves. We pro- achieve promotion a year ahead of schedule, and are now in Europe also ahead of schedule. Given this, does Tim know when Focion's schedule says we should be two years from now? That's a bit of a tongue twister. Um, it's a good question. I I put this to Jeff Shee the other day. So I've done um, uh, an interview, a big interview with Jeff, which is going to be in the book, which is out on June the 10th, but you can pre-order now. Expressstar.com slash Wolves book. In it, I kind of put to him, I put to him that question actually, now you're ahead of schedule, does it change your plans? And he he said no, for a start. He's uh, adopting the Nuno constant improvement and see where it takes us kind of mantra. But also he says, you know, in the next two or three years, we want to be challenging the big boys. And he's, he's not saying publicly top six next year. And I don't think that's what Wolves will be necessarily kind of stating as a minimum target. But certainly in three years time, I think they want to be in that top six. Especially yeah, give, there's, give there's, where at now. there's
1: a couple of people there that that I missed out on, on the questions. The Howler says, if you would rather push for the top six or get into the quarterfinals of the Europa League, which would it be? And someone else, I've forgotten who it was, now asked, do you think Wolves will finish closer to the um, top six or the bottom six next season in the league? I think I think a
0: successful season next year for me would be top ten and a Europe run if they got to the if they got to the knockout stages of the europa and finishing the top 10 of the premier league i think that's a su- su- successful year um, su- su-
1: su- su- I, I completely agree i think that would be very good i think it would be very difficult to do that i think even without europe it's re- it's hard to finish 7th again next year see i think even without europe and if they sign the right players and then it would be a great year to push for that top 6 because of the likes of manchester united and chelsea
0: man, man united and chelsea are vulnerable if Man City abandoned the Champions League, then fifth is good enough for Champions League football, which is another <laughs> carrot. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how the summer unfolds. But
1: I... you can't do it with Europe; it's impossible. It's not impossible, but it's virtually impossible to do that with. But I think I take that. I take knockout stage of Europa. Give the give the fans something to you know a, a new kind of like you know just changing, just a bit, bit, bit of a different season. Totally. No, they totally. Don't want to go. I mean, how many how many people do you think they'll take to Europe that first game? Oh, I mean, it depends where it is, but yeah, it would
0: be thousands. I would have thought mm. um, I'd do, the only thing I'd worry about if they finished 10th and got to the last 16 of the Europa for example would the majority of the squad and or Nuno kind of say
1: this is how far we're going to get this is yeah
0: potentially interesting Jota Neves would yeah. they kind of say right it's three years now
1: yeah but what what more could they expect in three years
0: I know but it's constant it's constant upward curve at the moment and that upward curve takes you into the top six next year if it continues Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Rob Cartwright says, uh, loving the new stadium designs, he says, given the climate catastrophe we find ourselves facing, a little bit political for the podcast, but we'll take it, do you think the club should put sustainability at the heart of every decision it now makes? For example, vegan veggie options, plastic free from the catering contract, electric vehicle charging in car parks, this kind of stuff. This, This is more your bag, Judah. What do you think?
1: Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was wow. reading some of the questions. Vegan, veggie. Yeah, I would
0: like to. Uh, well, they've changed, the cates, electric, they've changed the caterers, haven't they? Ele- so, we'll, electric we'll, cars. We'll a, soon a, see. A green Molyneux is what Rob is proposing.
1: I mean, a lot of the teams are going down that line, aren't they? Like I say, I think I think the, the caterers is at the change. I think there'll be a lot more better options to have, healthy options, hopefully, in and around the ground. Um, greenwise, I, mean, I don't think about those. Uh, we can't even get in a car park, let alone park something. So. It's difficult. What do you think with the new stadium plans? Do you think there's any any parking issues? A few people asking for that. Will there think bigger car parks? Yeah, is they, that something that's going to be going to be sorted out. It's just a
0: logistical nightmare, really. Because where can you where can you put them? Yeah, there's no room.
2: Hmm.
1: There is a that's, frustration, is it? I
0: think that's I think that's behind the delay. Do I say you? I say delay, but I think we sort of expect expected a start time. By now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pro- that's probably the reason behind it. Okay, okay. Couple more quick ones. Richard Farndon, uh watched your exploits <laughs> at the end of season dinner with great interest. The video was very good and it seems the Express and Stars Star struck up a really good relationship with Foson. Says so it's fair enough. Oh my god, it's fire alarm. Uh, oh, oh, No No no, okay. Um what's he saying here? Oh he's he's um saying about Huawei. Is that how you pronounce it? Hawaii. Huawei. Huawei. Um the reason I ask is that I tried to go on the FanCast website. Oof. Only to be <laughs> oh, wow. no, they're competition. Only, uh, I love those guys. do. Um, no, they're doing a live show. We, 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 well, they are, they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, only to be confronted with a message proclaiming this site is now forbidden on this server. I'm not sure where you live, Richard. Now, well, what, well, what you really been searching for? I haven't changed server or anything else tech-wise. Yada yada yada. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. What are we can do in China? Um well
1: y- you you tell me.
0: He also says I haven't forgiven Mr. Judas Oof. for going off to Pop World and leaving me liftless after the live show. Liftless? I think you promised him you pledged to lift home after the live show.
1: Going to I didn't go to Pop World after the live show. Wherever
0: you went then. Well did he did he come up to me and ask? I for thought he was a man of his word, a man of integrity. I was his number one fan. Wow. Um I've been, I might never recover.
1: It must be hard for... um. Hard, I mean, surely someone can give you a lift. Surely there's, there's, a, there's a taxi or a bus kicking around, Richard. But if not, then, then, then come and Tim will give you a lift home at some point, I would have thought. What's your transport situation, Richard? Why, why is it so difficult for you to get made to be? Let us know.
0: And finally, Millhouse, Russ Milhouse. Gets the,
1: touch. Do, do we, an- do we ask, answer the last question? No, minute.
0: Russ Millhouse. It's a pleasure to email having me on a listener since the early days. I mean, he's been with us since then. He's a, was a proper fan.
1: There were some dreadful podcasts back in the day.
0: I used to up in North Shropshire. Anyway, uh, to business. I'm now based in Lancashire and work in well, the I mean, higher education sector, hmm. as part of which I've been very fortunate to travel internationally, including to China. Should you both gain access to China, I would wish to suggest, yes, this is unlikely, and attend the Asia Trophy, may I recommend Bar Rouge? a rooftop bar overlooking the Bund oh I did see this email and the iconic Shanghai cityscape looks fantastic there's no entrance fee that's good mm. no no there is an entrance fee oh that's bad <laughs> uh, but not too expensive he says but crikey it's worth it great pictures um, attached a couple of pictures yeah, yeah it looks, looks fantastic doesn't it it looks unbelievable
1: if we get the time to go there and from, from the uh, from the reporting point of view wow I think we go under the Premier League don't we hopefully Premier League jurisdiction that's what we're hoping for because Premier League have been out there before so they'll obviously have to have a way to get through it to um, to be able to report and we'll be fine we'll be okay don't worry but thank you for, thank you for the thanks thoughts thanks
0: everyone for your emails as always
1: right Fantasy Premier League Tim Fantasy Premier League we haven't done it for a few weeks the season is over um, and we have, we have a winner we have a winner to the Fantasy Premier League do we? we do we have a winner we congratulations we oh, well you're still... not still doing that what, what position did you finish? Please. Uh, give me a second, I'll tell you. It, okay, it. well, congratulations to Gavin Fraser. Gavin Fraser, who won it with 2,458 points, um, and his team name was The Wolf Pack. The Wolf Pack. So, uh, congratulations to him. You are ready. We'll get you on the podcast if you would like to get in touch with us. Um, second and third as well, congratulations Pop oh Yeah FC, interesting. And number three, Who, I quite who's, who's that? What's that's name? from Pop Ouija. Yeah. The name is Pop ooh, yeah. That's Pop, His Pop, name, yeah, yeah. And um, number three, which I quite like, this one. Uh, maybe you haven't seen the DVD, uh, The Ruben Centipede. The Reuben Centipede, mm. and that was Julian Ashby. Have you seen that? Seen that? No that movie. No. no, probably not best to have it while you're having a meal. Um, so congratulations, joint with balsamic vinegar. Which again is quite good. No, you're not having these. Yeah, that's good. Okay, I was just
0: looking, I was looking at Gavin's team. Gavin finished about uh, 17 points. Ahead. No, 28 points ahead.
1: That's 20 points. Yeah, it's decent effort. Yeah. Um, Barsami Vanagra lost out to, for third position to Julian uh, because of transfers used. Um, look, I mean, it wasn't a great year for me. I finished 193rd. Um, however, when I look at Tim's, and I was trying to find Tim uh, earlier on when I was doing some research, and kept scrolling. And scrolling and scrolling. I had to give up. Where did you finish Timothy Spears in Fantasy Premier League this season? 515th. Wow! 515th? Yeah. 515th? Well, it's quite a big league. Of how many? I don't know. About, uh, more than 1,000. There's about Yeah, there's about 1,000. So, anyway, we're a men of our word. 193rd I finished. So we are 192 Costa coffees, Tim. Oh, well done. How, how the hell, mate. Are we, we going to pay for these? I thought you were good at this game. So what we're going to do is, first of all, there's a few infiltrations here from just general Wolves fans, and we're making it exclusive to the to the podcast listeners first of all. So on this podcast, we will be announcing, uh, and on the Twitter page as well, not just the regular one, just the podcast one, ES Wolves Poddy, when we will be housing and 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 hosting you guys, um, and you will be you'll be free to come, and we'll we'll put a little morning together, a little coffee morning Tim, with us. Yes, will we? Shut up. I mean, have we,
0: have we got a coffee house that's capable of housing all these people?
1: Well, not, not everyone's going to turn up. and when, you Well, know, you the, hope so. <laughs> at 7am on a Wednesday morning. <laughs> uh, but no, we'll, um, we'll let you know in due course. So congratulations to everyone who won the coffee. We should be doing it again next season although I'm banning you, Tim, from entering next year. It's you that's let the side down. What mate. do you mean? 193rd? <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. you'd have finished fifth, it'd be fine. Oh, dear. I started quite well, but yeah, faded away. Uh, right, so... We're running out of time. You okay? You are looking at me like we need to go. Do You need to go.
0: No, we're, we're fine.
1: Okay. Um. F- next, next we're gonna do best bits, best best bits of the season. Best bits. Best bits. We have asked you to send in your favorite memories of the season. And to you have replied
0: in your single figures. In your twenties. Uh, no, yeah. We, no, we have got some replies. Thank you very much.
1: We've got some good replies. Um. Just send send them into me, and Tim, or any of the podcast ones. Reply, and we did we did put one out from the official. Uh, Wolf's Potty account. If you remember the episode or where it is, that would help us because we've got to search it and do some research on Tuesday or Wednesday. But hopefully, um, we'll have a little a little look back, at best bits season, uh, best bits of the season podcast no, next week. we will. Week. Yeah, we will. And we'll be discussing it as well. well. We will be there present, but we'll be um, putting in you know the best bits, it's just some a, funny it's ones. It's a
0: compilation season, so you need to know.
1: Okay, fair enough. Right. Okay.
0: Transfers. Rondon. Talk to me. Rondon. Mm. Yeah, I think Salomon. I, um, it's not going to be a quick one because there's a lot up in the air. There's a lot of clubs that want him. The fee is very well known, 16.5 million. Um, Newcastle are probably in pole position to sign him because he's had such a good year there. He's the main man, he's player of the season, he scored 15 goals. However, the Newcastle situation with uh, Rafa Benitez is still up in the air. If Benitez stays, I would say that they would be favourites to sign him, especially at 16 million. You know, even Newcastle can afford that. Um, but Wolves with now uh, a Europa League team have got to be in a good position as well um, from what I gather he's interested um, in moving to Wolves but he's got a number of options so like I said I don't think it's going to be a quick one but we'll see we'll see if they get him I think if they did he'd be like the ideal foil really for for Jimenez and the ideal backup um, and maybe even edging ahead of Jimenez you never know. He's, you know he's a good player with a good goal record so I think it's. Um, I think it's a smart move if Wolves can get him in.
1: Do you feel like they'll get plays in early this season? You know, especially with Europa League. And they'll the, try, the, but it's, it's, it's very it's, difficult. It's, it's not up to
0: them, is it? It's not up to them. It's up to the market. Um, yeah. the market was pretty slow last year, and we've got until August till it closes. So, every, every club would like to, including Wolves.
1: Okay, um, I'm gonna rattle through, rattle through the squad this season. Okay. Um, and you're gonna give a grade, a grade that you s- would say to, to each person who's made an appearance. Okay. How well their season's gone. Okay.
0: Okay. Rue Patriciao. What kind of grade?
1: A, B, C, D, and E. Okay. You can even have an A slash B or a B slash C. Well, can can just do like B plus or A minus. Okay, that you do that stuff. as well. Yeah, got then. B plus. Okay. B plus, and and one and one line about him. Uh
0: he's done enough to warrant uh, B plus. Ruddy uh, Ruddy <laughs> uh, would be a C
1: you don't want to say a line you just want to say the grade Oh
0: um, Well he made a couple of mistakes In those Shrewsbury games Didn't he But apart from that he did well
1: Can he see him be number two next year Yes Okay uh, Will
0: Norris Who made an appearance Phenomenal uh, clean sheet on the against <laughs> Fulham,
1: so it's A star for me. Uh okay, defenders, Matt Fla- he was flawless. He was flawless. You would have been flawless as well if you'd come on, not touching the ball. Uh Matt Doherty. Wow, it's an A.
0: It's an A. In fact, I pretend to see him say A star because he's had the season of his whole career and he's done it in the Premier League. Phenomenal.
1: Will Bolly. E ball
0: E, <laughs> uh, probably underrated. I say I'd say um, I say B plus. But he started off the season quite slowly, made a few mistakes, but I think he's he's really pulled it round. Johnny Castro would be the same for me. I think yeah B plus again. Not as effective as he could have been, but he's been very consistent. You see Johnny Castro being the left wing back next season. I think I think him and Vanagra will um, dovetail a bit more than they have done this year. Ryan Bennett. Ryan Bennett would be. He's probably an A minus again. Agreed. Again, for the fact that it's, he's had the season of his life, best season of his career. He's surpassed everybody's expectations, probably even his own, and um, merited his place in the team. We can't say we can't say fair in that really.
1: He... I'm, not, I'm not sure he can have
0: a, be- have a better season than what he's had so. He... And he, I think he, I think he would be a B plus with Bolly for me as well. Um, he, there's been a few errors from his that have, that, have, that have led to goals, but overall, captaincy, leadership, organization, outstanding. And I think he'll get better. I do think he'll get better next year
1: Ruben Vinagra and get
0: called up by England Vinagra would be a B I think he's done pretty well whenever he's contribu- Whenever he's come on he has contributed he was outstanding against Cardiff and there's, there's definitely more to come from him
1: Kilman baby Kilman A star flawless. Ruben Neves
0: Neves would be a B I think um, he's played a team role a lot of the time sacrifices himself for the team however when he's been given a bit of a licence he hasn't produced the passing ability we know he's got so well done Ruben more to come
1: Diogo Jota Mm.
0: I'd say an A- given he started the season with 14 Mm. games no goals no assists Mm. but since then unbelievable since then he's been incredible he's been phenomenal since then phenomenal
1: for me for me, he's probably my play of the season. I'll be honest, but maybe that's controversial. I, I don't think but... he
0: can be from December onwards. For, okay. for me, in my opinion, but
1: okay, okay, I don't, yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't think Wolves will be where they are today if it wasn't for Jota. But nope. anyway, um, Sais. Yeah, probably a B again. I think I think he's done
0: well. He's, he's probably been overlooked on occasions and underused on others, and um, he's done a solid job whenever he's played. Really, Dendonka? Dendonka probably a B plus just, just ahead of Saez just for the effect he's had on the team He's he's, he's got more to his game than, than Saez has a bit more mobile gets in the box scored a couple of goals definitely more to come from him I really hope that he can flourish next year with a pre-season under his mm. belt which is crucial Morgan Gibbs-White um, I don't think he's, I don't think he's he, obviously he's a potential player he's potential however given what he did against Spurs and Chelsea at home before Christmas we wanted to see a bit more from him so I think I say C plus. Okay, that's generous. Um, Jean Moutinho. I don't think you say anyone in this squad's done done badly though. Really, moutinho has been an A. He's been absolutely brilliant. It's just such a good such a good clever footballer. What I most love about him is how he combines this um, ability to break up and destruct play. Yeah. With the ability to create play with this with this wand of a right boot that he's got, mm. he
1: can do both. I know. Do you think, I mean, he's 32. Do you think it'll be same kind of games next year? I think he's got
0: one more outstanding year in him. And then um, it's hard to see after that, isn't it? Yeah. Even Cavalero. Mm, yeah. Disappointed with him. On the one hand, he's, he's never had a run of games. The formation change killed him. But he still scored like five goals or something. But yeah, it's C- and that's probably a bit generous as well. I thought he's, he's so good on his day. Mm. He, he needed needed to deliver more this year, and it's probably cost him his place in the in the at the club.
1: Really, in the club, you I think? Think so. Yeah, you think he could be I going. So.
0: Yeah, I think he's on the endangered species list.
1: Um, talk about endangered species list, Helder Costa. Yeah,
0: yeah, probably probably a D plus. Given the output, I think he got two assists and a goal. It's just not good enough for a man of his quality, and. Um, I don't think the formation change should have killed him as much as it did Cavalero because I, I think he can actually play up front in a bit mm. of a jota role mm. but it's just not happened to him I, so, some of the substitute appearances he produced after Christmas were just absolutely hapless really just not contributing looked like he wasn't on the pitch and I think that's probably down to his confidence so you feel hard for knocking him but you know this is, this is a ruthless sport and Wolves are at a top level now
1: See, si, Senor
0: Yeah that would be an A as well Outstanding Surpassed Expectations and adapted so quickly, mm-hmm. just brilliant. And then found his found his shooting boots from nowhere. Everyone, everyone thought before Christmas Wolves have got to get striker, Wolves have got to get striker. Well, he stepped up and he got ten in fifteen, and he looks like the complete player to me.
1: Oh, damn! I try Yeah, some, mm-hmm. some
0: outstanding moments and matches. I mean, he got the winner at West Ham. He was brilliant against Cardiff at home, Burnley away, Spurs away. Some of those early substitute appearances were phenomenal absolutely electrifying his debut at Leicester Man City at home some really special cameos mm. but then a lot of dross as well um, and again he's 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 not making the most of his ability so you have
1: to say C C and the main man Nuno Espirito mm. Santo i say an A yeah as well yeah the only
0: thing that doesn't make it an A star is is this um, struggling against, to break down the small teams mm. but He's announced himself as one of Europe's top coaches. Yeah, and he's going to be um, talked
1: about with with a lot of vacant jobs as well, as is. will
0: some of the top players. And this is what I mean. Unless unless Wolves are unless Wolves get a move on and get to a Champions League, then he'll he'll get there before Wolves will. Yeah, because he's he's too good not to be. I think.
1: Yeah, that's us. That's us. Sorry on a bit long. When I went twelve minutes in, uh, we will be back for our very last podcast of the season. A compilation of the best bits and a little bit of a natter in between. Uh, Tim, thank you very much. Been a pleasure. Gonna oh, go. And, it's been brilliant. I'm going to go and book a teepee in Glastonbury. Yeah. Uh, For me, from Tim, have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye.